Yeah. yeah. She's never going to squeak. No. That stand is no. squeakless. These are squeaky cities. <laughs> squeaky <laughs> city. city. Is that stand worth? Now it's more. The, when I bought it, it was like 300 bucks. And I think Jesus. now they're like 500, 600. Dang. I know. Are they all Everything's like double. fiber? No, it's just all like American forged steel. Nice. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, it isn't. Is it really? The way you said that, That's American great. forged steel. <laughs> I think steel. if you look at it, it says it's made in California. So I think it is. If it, if it said like Canadian forged I steel. I would return it. From yeah. Quib- Quebec. 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 Yeah. yeah. That'd be pretty sweet, though, too. I think anything in North America is probably okay. You yeah, know? it is. Yeah. I think it's just there's a lot of steel coming out of China that doesn't have a lot of quality control. On that it. I have heard. Yeah. And so I think it gets a bad rap. But not well, to say... Leached, leached metals. Leached metals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. metals that like water bottle metals. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what? Like <laughs> water bottle metals. That's a that's that's a term I haven't heard before. What are those water bottle metals? Like when it leaches out, you know? Yeah. 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 So I have a yeah. cast iron pan from China or is made in China. Right. It's an Emerald remember Emerald Live, his show. Oh, Legacy. Yeah. It's an Emerald yeah. Legacy brand. Yeah. Emerald Legacy. One. Emerald Legacy, yeah. <laughs> Legacy. And that one is made in China, but my Lodge one is made in the US. So I do think there's mm. probably a difference. And I've been mm. using the Lodge one more just because I'm like, what if it is leaching out something else and it's not pure Iron. I, it's iron? Iron, yeah. Iron. Well I know it is it's leaching iron. iron. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, this is Shooting Debris uh, podcast, episode 132. This is our uh, November episode. Um, Halloween special. Halloween special, because it is Halloween night. And if there's I any... wish I had a theremin. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and if, for those that don't know what that is, you put your hand, <laughs> yeah. you put your hand in the air. Tell me that's not a theremin. <laughs> 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 Brian Wilson would be proud. <laughs> and our special guest today is David Yo. Victor Salonen. David Theremin Salonen. Yeah. Theremins are very David cool. Salonen. There's an uh, artist that I follow on Instagram called Vera Mardut, Via Mardut, and she like does plays everything herself and has yeah. all these little screens of her doing it. She has mm. a theremin. She has different guitars, and it's all 1960s vibes. It's very cool. That's cool. And she just came to Portland, Seattle. Is the theremin playing good? She's really good. Yeah. Moog still makes theremins. Yeah, yeah. She yeah, like pro- she has a newer one. Yeah, they, they, like now that you, like you're saying, it's like they've added more features to it. Oh, they're mm. more electric. Yeah, <laughs> it's electric. <laughs> they just added theremin. more electrics. <laughs> it's just a guy that when you get close to it, just goes. <laughs> <laughs> they actually had cool tones though. You're sitting here and she's doing this and moving her hand around, and yeah. she has footage performing live on stage with it, which yeah. seems even tougher. So mm. I would love that. It does seem hard. How are you supposed to know? I mean, it's, I know, I understand the idea of a fretless instrument, but this has very little tactile feedback about what you're supposed to do. So are you, yeah. you like have a spot on the ground? Oh, trick or treater. But I have a dog. Yeah. Coming. David. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. Dolly's okay, this is gonna... keep recording. This is weird. Yeah. We're going to keep this trick or treat okay, situation. I got to hold the dog. Okay. Hold on. Sammy, Coming. let's go outside. Oh. Uh, we Hang on. That bowl of candy. Yeah. I will grab the bowl of candy. Ooh. How's like Reese's Pieces? There you go. Reese's. Is that cool? Yeah. All right. Awesome. All right. Happy Halloween, you guys. Have fun. Thank you. Yeah. Good night.
That's legit Halloween episode right there. I'm surprised Sammy didn't freak out. She doesn't like the um, doorbell. I feel she, like we freaked out more than Sammy did. Yeah, yeah. we're like, uh-oh. Oh, no, children. So at our house, there was no candy when I left this morning, and I knew I wasn't going to be back tonight in time, but I'm like, I wonder if they're going to get any. And our porch light usually is on at night, yep. and there's some neighbor kids that will probably walk by, and I bet there's no candy. <laughs> I think I gave Nutty Buddies out one year because that's all I had. Yeah. And then I walked out the next morning to get the trash can, and there were Nutty Buddies <laughs> packed just sitting in the yard. They threw it out of their bag and set it in the grass. And I'm like... <laughs> Because I was like, oh, hang on. And they're like, I'm not eating this. I'm like, why did you take it? Old man Johnson gave me a yeah. nutty buddy. Yeah. Old man Johnson. Yeah. That's what they, I don't even know who the kids were. Old man Johnson. That was a nice ring to it. Someday, someday I get to get to that status. It's going to be yeah. you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're on our way. Mm -hmm. We already fear children. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't have costumes. Are you allowed to do that? You can trick or treat without costumes. I don't know. My friend and I trick or treat when we were 16. Did you have costumes? No. We just had a bag because we wanted free candy. And yeah. people were looking at us really weird because they're like, aren't you guys a little old? And then after 10 houses of saying that, we decided that was our last year. <laughs> I think at that age, they know that you could trick them, you know. Uh, and so it's like they better give you a treat. Otherwise, mm -hmm. they're going to get tricked. Uh, yeah. We had the toilet paper in one hand, the bag in the other. No. <laughs> that would have been fun, though. That would have been fun. I've never really TP'd anyone's houses or anything like that or cars. But my uh, my friends did sh uh, sar I was going to say Sharan Sharan rap Sharan no. yeah some have done shrooms. Susan Sharan Su rap Susan yeah Susan Sharan <laughs> rap it's my favorite yeah Susan Sharan rap yeah so my friends Susan Sharan wrapped a vehicle <laughs> or two and then they put peanut butter under the doors and my brother's car wow. was the one that got peanut, the peanut butter, butter under the doors under. this was in high school what happens um they just makes it so when they put their me. fingers into it no my hands are in peanut butter and then they're like let's taste it oh it tastes good thanks for the free snack <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying it's like that's not a very good prank no well i mean i was i happened to wake up to look out the window to see him cleaning the peanut butter off his door handles the next day super upset so i wasn't the one that was did it prank. it was down in vancouver washington and i had stayed home that night playing guitar so i'm glad i wasn't the one that did it man but have you were you big into pranking people either you guys were you jokesters no. we i got the bomb squad called on my <laughs> friends and i once um so Ow. that we pranked pretty hard that's in high a school. pretty hard prank <laughs> yeah. what'd you do well our our teacher in high school had uh showed us how to make dry ice bombs and so we were the <laughs> junior class and the seniors were having a lock-in in the gym where they just stay there all night and sleep on the floor and stuff. So to mess with them, we put a broom handle in the door so they couldn't, because otherwise you'd push the, the gym door open yeah. on the side. And we put about eight to 10 dry ice bombs. We prepped them in our friend's uh, parents' van, drove over there, and then we poured quickly. We put the lids on last second, set them out there, and they're all supposed to explode and make all this sound but half of them didn't go off. Oh, no. And so then we went over there and my friend like lit a cherry bomb in the middle of them to really make them blow up. And only a few went off, but the cherry bomb was very loud. Like all of battleground heard it, the town Jeez. we lived in. Yeah. And the teacher's row was right down the street. Like they, they literally lived right next to the gym. So my friend Nick and I, um, on our way down, we honked by the teacher's houses without thinking about it. The teacher, the principal looked out, happened to see my, my Mustang drive by. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and then You're driving a Mustang. I had an old '76 Mustang. Yeah, sweet thousand dollar car, <laughs> very yeah. cheap. Hell yeah. Um, red, a white with red interior, pretty cool. Wow. And it smelled like gasoline inside. Incredible. You know that good I old do. Smell? Boat mm-hmm. smell. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the gauges were small, so it felt like you were in a boat, but you're mm-hmm. it's a uh, road boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after all the bomb stuff happened, we blew them up. We drove quickly back to our friend's house, and Nick and I drove home out to the middle of the woods. We live out by Amboy, Washington. Yeah. And the next day in, in, or Monday in accounting class, she's like, so you guys were busy Saturday night. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> she's like, well, uh, and so she like, they kind of called us out. They're like, yeah, the bomb squad was called because some of the dry ice bombs didn't go off. So they had to just treat it as wow. if they had to treat them as it, cause they had to uh, just deactivate them. Cause if you touch one, it could be very bad. Right. When it oh, goes shoot that with like a pellet gun though, or something, they could do something. But the whole the the local bomb squad came out to d- disable the driest bombs, and then they had to explain that the teacher taught us how to do it in class, <laughs> and so we weren't in that much trouble. But yeah. it was definitely a prank that had gone too far. Yeah, and we were wow. big pyromaniacs, and they knew that we made our own hot napalm and a bunch of other stuff. Wow. Yeah, it's easy to overdo it. With yeah. the prank. Well, my friend and I would just film explosions out in the woods normally, so we were fine. Yeah. My dad would let us go out with like a little thing of gasoline or yeah. or stuff, and you put an M80 in a... Anyway, yeah. I'm not going to tell kids how to do it now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah. we'd have... Yeah. You do fireballs in the air, put them in like an old, you know, um, dried... Be- or uh, canned peaches can or something. Yeah. You put the kerosene in there. I'm going to save this one. It's really fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you take the Ziploc bag, you fill it with kerosene, you put it over the M80, have a long cannon fuse, light it, then there's a 20-foot fireball yeah. in the air. Shooting debris terrorism episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the hot napalm, we were like, oh, this is really easy. And we made some and lit it and then floated it down our little creek, and it kept burning on the, as it was going by the, by the um, skunk cabbage. It's not good. Yeah. So Forest not great. Fires. Well, it, it did stop once we uh, really put it out. But yeah. it was a little, it just kept burning on the water. It's yeah. pretty crazy. What do you think we want people to experience when we prank them? Fear. <laughs> we, were, we were trying to just, butter. well, so we were getting back at the seniors who had done mm-hmm. something to us when we had a lock-in. Mm. And so we were like, we're going to like, prank. yeah, this was like, oh, they, they messed with us. And through i think they threw water balloons at us when we like looked out the door or whatever and we had ours Very and so we're like response make napalm and we were like well they just taught us how to do this let's make these dry ice bombs on a saturday night and drop them off at the door and then have it explode outside drop it off at the door it wasn't the front door is a side door to the gym got it got and it. Yeah. so the school still exists the gym still exists oh, that's um, good. yeah we didn't blow anything up yeah. we wouldn't have hurt the building at all it was just going to be like a loud sound yeah but when you like wrap someone's car in saran wrap, like that's a huge inconvenience. It is. Like, do you think that the experience that we want them to have is being inconvenienced, or is it like the the like shock of like I don't know? I'm trying to wrap my head around like because it wasn't of it happening. Prank. Yeah, it's like what's the what do we get off on? Like, I did it to Sergio <laughs> a couple of years wrap ago. Wrap saran wrap around his car? No, around all his office stuff. <laughs> oh really? It was when yeah, it was when he was next to our office Incredible. currently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was his birthday or something. I think that's why I just did like it. like a happy birthday. I just had a roll in my car. So I like <laughs> like went out, not? got it, and like wrapped yeah. his chair, wrapped his entire desk, and then yeah. tied it to the door. That's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. So then the door yeah. doesn't want to open, or it doesn't... Uh, yeah, uh, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Where it was tight enough that if you tried opening the door, it you felt the, the return force. Yeah. Yeah. 
It, it can be fun. Yeah. It's really fun for the person doing the prank. Yeah. I don't know if the people feel the same. Like I came home the other night to a skeleton laying in my, uh, sitting in my bed yeah. and it was like sitting upright and it was a little, uh, it was a happy skeleton, but by the way they angled a bottle uh, or something, yeah, yeah. you know? And so they, um, I have a picture of it, but it was just like they had gotten a full size skeleton for Halloween stuff and it happened to just be there. And so I, I quickly, Got it out of the, the, took a picture, walked it downstairs and put it in my roommate's bathroom. So the morning when they woke up in the middle of the night, there would be a skeleton sitting on the toilet <laughs> and it, it's, it's scared my, or surprised my roommate, Matt. And then he set it on the floor and which his girlfriend was scared later when, or surprised when yep. it was laying on the floor. Then I set it on the stairs, staring into their bathroom later that day. <laughs> so anyone that walks out, sees a skeleton sitting here. And yeah. our cat even got in on the action one and hung out and smelled the skeleton and sat there with it for smell a little bit. Smell the skeleton. Yeah. That's a so, great album name. Metal smell album. The skeleton. Smell the skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> smell the skeleton. And it keeps moving around because it was back up sitting on my toilet when I got home the other night for a get together sitting there. Um, I see the joy. I see. I see. Yeah. What, what so it just moves around as yeah. long as you're not the brunt of the joke and you can pass it on to someone else. Right. It's like pranking is best if it's uh, like a thing, a bit that everyone's in on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if you're just pranking someone else consistently and they're just getting rocked by the prank, it's not so good. It's not so good. Like right. there's the there's a and that's why when people say like trick or treat, mm. you're like, technically you could say they're like trick and then they just get like a something a pie in the face or something like yeah. no one ever says trick but no. i would just that's what they call them trunk or treat now you're not gonna you're either getting the trunk or you're getting yeah, a treat. we're gonna lock you in the trunk <laughs> or you, or get, you the get candy yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of the two but there's a there's multiple instagram accounts where these people like prank each other and do these like physical pranks like push each other in pools or like surprise them around corners with pies in the face all this different stuff but some of them it's like they're shooting each other with like um, what am I trying to say? Not, a sh not any kind of gun, but it's like a slingshot. They're shooting these little like pellets at each other. So it's just like painful pranks yeah. and it's happening to all three of them, but people are getting like actually super, super pissed. And so I'm like, I think it's funny to a degree. And then after a while you're like, okay, this is, these are too far. Yeah. No, like I wouldn't, it's when you wouldn't want it happening to you, to you. Like years ago I was antiqued by my roommates, a uh, couple of roommates. Yeah, back in our early band what does days. That mean? It was something that the jackass guys would do to each other. So when someone's sleeping, you take a handful of flour and you just throw it onto their head and flour goes everywhere. Oh man. So I it was like a Saturday night. I think I may have been working on Sunday morning at that point. It was like just when I'd started work. Um and I was like laying in my bed and they were having a party till like two in the morning and I was oh, asleep. Man. And at one in the morning I like wake up to get flour just Filled, filling my ear and they just covering my pillow in bed like a whole poof, and they were all like a little toasty yeah. so they thought it was funny <laughs> a little toasty. and it's uh, roommates that don't live with us now so it's other other people but yeah <laughs> but I and the next day I mean I was up for an hour cleaning up and then the next day I had to take everything on my room, room and there was flour on every single thing in my room it wow. had little bits of flour I had to wipe up of everything. So it's funny when you see it in a yeah. sh in those those shows. You never see that part of it. You don't see the post cleanup of antiquing. Mm -hmm. And they call it antiquing cuz you just you're all white and <laughs> your face looks like Did you like retaliate? You're... No, I didn't. That's very good of you. that time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you saved it up. Yeah. But will that will Put that same person that antiqued me? <laughs> yeah. One of the people, yeah, the pipe bomb I channeled it. Well, the pipe bomb was years before. Right, right. So maybe it was karma. Still waiting. 
find the place to put the driest bomb. But the other, the, the one of the same people that antiqued me uh, did a, like I was walking downstairs, I had a robe on. He was like, what's under that robe? I was like, what? I had shorts on or yeah. something. And it was like, and then he like ball tapped me as hard as he could. And I dropped to the floor for like five minutes. This was like way, way back in the day. And then since then, this person has been like, you know, it was really dumb than me and those pranks back in the day. And so I'm like, thank you. Fair That's enough. Good that yeah. yeah. But I did around. get him back. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite. And now since we're on that topic very quickly, well. yeah, my yeah. favorite uh, retaliation ball tap story is when someone tried to get me at a hangout and I told them by the end of the night, I would, I would get them back and it would be way worse. <laughs> and it was Classic. because I went to pick up my Crocs at the end of the night. Those nice, um, not regular Crocs, but the canvas ones had them both in my hand. They were standing there full force. Oh, bam. Man. He dropped to the floor and I said, peace out. Good night. And I walked up and went to bed and I felt, felt very good. Wow. So sometimes the retaliate, sometimes justice feels good. Yeah. When it's served warm <laughs> quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, sometimes like you're saying, justice is different than revenge. I think that, you know, in that, yeah. In that it seemed like you had to equal it out Hammurabi's code style, you know, and do a little nut for nut situation. I do. I go. I usually when there's something physical done to me, I will retaliate tenfold. <laughs> I, I and I tell them like it's going to be worse than what you did to me. Just so you know, uh, just so you know now, because that's the only thing that really gets me. Physical like words, say any word you want. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna let that one bounce off but when it's like a physical thing that actually hurt it's gonna hurt you worse at some what do you time. expect that they're gonna do in those situations they're gonna have to wait they anxiously wait yeah. for it to happen in the future and then if i can get them that same night even better do but they that, retaliate back though 10 times stronger than you retaliated 10 times stronger and i'd be like just so you know whatever you do now is going to be even worse for you next <laughs> so it's your call if you want to keep this game going it doesn't go past the first round usually that's good but i don't got boundaries. that's the old me i try not to do that anymore <laughs> i don't want to have any physical altercation or yep. any reason to punch or any kind of thing for anyone you know I think that's a that's very good of you. But are you a younger sibling or an older sibling? Older. Yeah. So I was dishing it out when, yeah. I, when my brother was younger. Did you I, start that kind of stuff as a kid? I would I would hold my brother down um, occasionally when we like fight or whatever, and I would do like Chinese torture, be like uh, like <laughs> little finger tap, tapping, yeah. tap on yeah. the chest. So and irritating. So, yeah, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> so irritating. And it's not <laughs> so like, mildly inconvenienced. It's yeah, it's it's annoying for sure. <laughs> but it was it would be one of those things. It wasn't on the forehead. Yeah. It was just like the chest kind of tapping, and he would be wanting to struggle and get up. <laughs> And so it's one of those things that years later, he's like, you were really mean to me growing up. I was like, was I? And then I look back and I was like, yeah, that wasn't very nice. Yeah. So I agree. I understand. So maybe some of the things that happened to me, <laughs> this is just retaliation. Yeah. yeah. Got it. You're just getting years. your comeuppance for all those mm -hmm. times. That does me well as a younger sibling. I'm glad to know that it's coming back around to all the older siblings. It does. Yeah. Mm. Well, my, um, what was it? My, oh yeah. My, bro my dad's older brother, uh, my uncle. That's how it works <laughs> when someone's related to them and they're happen to be their brother. It's your uncle yeah, when you're sure. a kid. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so he, um, he used to do the same thing to my dad when my dad was younger. And then when my dad got to his size, my dad just clocked him, just oh, took yeah. him out. My dad had a Years lot of anger of, issues. Yep. <laughs> he, he had a lot of, uh, bar fights and different things and like just punching, punching people out matches. He was, oh, and yeah. he, they both had like, you know, alcoholic father. They had a lot of Got rage it. and rage and Got aggression. Mm -hmm. So like 
there's a apparently a karate guy in my dad's high school who was like all oh, like look what i can do guy. he's a black belt or whatever he was showing off to people yeah. mm-hmm. so my dad just goes in with seven or eight punches and just knocks him out wow when he because it's a self it's self-defense this yeah. guy came aggressively at him and he was like he did just wouldn't let up and the guy was like down and so people Brutal. he you know people didn't mess with him yeah and that's how he stood up for himself so his yeah. brother quit wailing on him when he was old enough and big enough to hit him no it's yeah i usually those are like probably like with a sibling thing at least like the rivalry is expectable mm-hmm. or expected mm-hmm. respectable uh to some degree uh and i'm just speaking from having you know, had a very loving relationship with my brother growing up, but just like we're two boys in a house. Like, yeah, that's going to happen. It does. It yeah. just does. Uh, but uh, with the parents, usually like that's a lot different of a scenario. So yeah. I assume it's a pretty dark. Well, yeah. I know. I, <laughs> when there's when I, there's that is not my story. <laughs> no, I know. But I mean, when it when there's parents beating yeah. up on kids, the kids yeah. will like. Yep. go the go the other way like you beat me with an inch of my life now you're gonna feel the pain 10 times and, stronger yeah and and, and yeah ten, well uh, that worry that's where i got the 10 times thing huh yeah yeah my dad beat no just kidding <laughs> he did not no he so he he was trying to my dad was trying to start a new leaf like um i think yeah. there was a couple generations of mm-hmm. like kind of just like absent fathers with the kids so yeah. he was trying to be like like okay the things my dad did i want to do differently which was yeah. good of him to do for that sure. is good of him. yeah but uh he his rage days were way earlier <laughs> and like the you know racing cars off the line of other people's and, and did you things. pick up any of those rage rage bits uh i just don't like i mean i feel like the, uh, my retaliation thing with people probably is probably <laughs> like you did this to me right and and you knew i didn't want you to do mm-hmm. it and i told you not to do it and you did it yeah. and now you're gonna but but that was now i don't care enough I like that i used yeah. to care just and now i'm like rage what's yeah, yeah i had yeah. more internal rage i'm like honestly in the big picture as as i get a little older i'm like it doesn't matter like what's and and the problem i have now i think is if someone's younger and they're doing the big brother acting towards me mm-hmm. and I'm older and I'm like, you can't do that. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> I'm the, I'm older than you by three or three years or four years. Like I, and, and you may not have had a younger brother to do this to, but you can't put make me your younger brother. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I know I'm the older brother. You don't get to do this to right, me. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I feel bad about how, um, I, I messed with my brother back in the day, but, um, so I apologize for that, of course. Yeah, yeah. And at his wedding is when he was like, you were mean to me, Grant. I was like, oh, I'm Jeez. sorry. I like that. Save it until the big day. To- yeah. yeah. Not in front of everyone. Lay it all out there. Oh, I was going to say, that's a great thing. On the mic, he's like, speech. Yeah. by the way, uh, thanks for doing the speech, but you were really mean to me. Really mean. Awful brother growing up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're not awful all around, but there were times, you know, all there always is with siblings. Yeah. Yeah. All around. You all just, around. You yeah. reinform it. Yeah. Hashtag all, all around. All around. <laughs> Do you have younger siblings, Dolly? No, I am the youngest. I see. Were you the recipient of uh, like that kind of dynamic? Not re- no, not really. Hmm. Like there's maybe one moment um, where my sister came after me with scissors. Seems kind of um, serious. Yeah, it was a little too serious. Yeah. Um, but huh. no, they were like we are seven years apart, so yeah, they were That's different. uninterested. In all taking, together in in like her yeah. and doing pranks on you and stuff. Yeah, just interacting, I guess. So you're saying was it plastic scissors or was no, it metal? Very real scissors. Okay, very real. Yeah. And like, was what happens provoked? when they get to you? No, she was just annoyed about something else, and then I came in with skates on in the kitchen. Bad timing. Bad timing. Yeah. 
Wrong place. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't even about you. No, I just rolled Might in. Have been the right place. I was really been the wrong time. That's a song. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. John. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, it's um, amazing. There's a line about scissor chasing and stuff. Is there really? Yeah. No. I was like, what? How did? Let's, like, we no got to find this song. Just keep singing it. Yeah. Yeah. It was off of Dolly's song. What else? Um, Dolly's real yeah. life. No, yeah. just. Yeah. Wrong timing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get that. You know, it's hard to, I think it's really hard to be a younger sibling and not be annoying at some point because you just mm. don't understand, you know, for like two years even is a big age gap, but seven years especially. Yeah. Like I'm, you know, just totally out to lunch about what would be super annoying, I'm sure, to mm-hmm. siblings. So respect mm-hmm. for the older siblings for, you know, holding yeah. back all these years. Or letting loose too early <laughs> on the younger siblings. There's there's two of those. But I felt like I wasn't... I do remember uh, one trip to... Uh, uh, not Death Valley. It basically feels like Death Valley. 125 degrees. Oh, uh, Palm Springs. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It's wow. nearby. Uh, Palm Springs with family. And we were... My brother and I were playing like... I don't know. Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball. Super Nintendo. Something mm-hmm. dumb. Uh, some fun game. But we had this uh, thing where he thought I was cheating or I thought he was mm-hmm. cheating. So we started to like fight. I grabbed his controller and he kicked at me and gave me a black eye with his heel. Jeez. And we had family photos like five minutes <laughs> later or ten minutes later. And so yeah. I walked in the photo with everyone standing outside. We had just I mean, been pissed at each other. My older cousin separated us. And then I have this like dark eye <laughs> in the pictures and stuff. So yeah. stuff like that, you know, you, yeah. you these experiences you're like oh yeah this is why i don't like fighting because i don't want to physically get hurt you said your dad was like uh kind of boxer-esque though did you ever Mm -hmm. learn to fight growing up he did uh have us take taekwondo and a couple other things but he did it just for like there was one that was like american one uh yeah <laughs> oh gymnastics yeah. no gymnastics, taekwondo my bad. it's like it? on the oxygen no, no. network the taibo thing no it's not taibo taekwondo oh. is kind of karate so it had like roundhouse kick okay. different stuff taibo <laughs> would be stretching, stretching. <laughs> he had us just stretching in the living room do you know what i'm talking about you'll roll up to like a park boom tai chi yeah, yeah. no no it wasn't that okay so Stretch. first synchronized stretching he first took us to american karate class and then he's like I don't like the spiritualism aspect of this or like the whole mm, chi thing. Yeah. He didn't like that part. It was a dojo. We went to another dojo, a Taekwondo dojo. Taekwondo dojo. Taekwondo dojo. Taekwondo dojo. And uh, that one, he was like, okay. I guess it's getting canceled I'm sure, briefly after this episode. No, no, it's fine. I'm about to cancel it already in a second. No, <laughs> we get a do-over on this one? No, no, I think it's great. Taekw- it was a Taekwondo dojo. Okay. So if you're trying to shorten it, Jojo's Taekwondo Dojo. <laughs> yeah, so it'd be a Taekwondo Dojo if you want to shorten it, not Jojo's. Anyway. No, that's what I'm calling. What? Yeah, Taekwondo Dojo. Jojo. Jojo's Taekwondo Jojo. Yeah. yeah, so those would be after That was the you... guy who ran it. That was... Yeah, Jojo. And that's after you've he had a nice round of getting kicked in the face by someone, you go get some Dojo's. Dojo's. Jojo's Jojo's Taekwondo Dojo. At Safeway. I think this is this episode might be called Safe Taekwondo Jojo. Jojo. Taekwondo Jojo. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 
no, that's great. Yeah. Um, so I, but I had, but you a, learned this I, I had a lot of respect yeah. for it. I, we went from but like, not the spiritualism. No well, respect for my the dad wanted us to, since being Christian household, he wanted us to not be influenced by some other like yeah. Eastern religion or something. Yeah. Which I was like, you know, and your people, faith couldn't possibly hold up to that. It wouldn't. Yeah. I would have crumbled. Would a kid, would your a body? Yes. My, <laughs> your <laughs> mental yeah. fortitude? No. No. Don't expose this guy to JoJo's spirituality. Yeah. They would a roundhouse kick my faith right out the door. No, don't kick me in the faith. <laughs> it's like like Chuck Norris. Like he roundhouse kicks his food into his mouth. He doesn't chew. Sammy. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. So yeah, my <laughs> kicked in the faith. Yeah, kicked in the I've been faith. Kicked in the faith. Kick, yeah, Taekwondo Jojo kicked in the faith. Is the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. the Taekwondo was not as. Um, it was just, you know, learning these moves and stuff. So it was more like my dad's like, this is good. So I got to the yellow belt, which is the second belt. But I was okay. taller than I was taller than a lot of the kids. Mm. So everyone else is down here. So I'm fighting the only bigger kid. And they have you like spar. But he like did this um, roundhouse <laughs> kick. He did a he did a jump in the air circle kick and it hit the end of my nose. It's like boom. His his foot just breezed my nose and I was like I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to get kicked in the face. By... You get kicked in the face. Yeah. yeah, I got kicked in the face. Oh. It sounds like a yeah. Ty, uh, Mike Tyson episode yeah. here. Kicked in the face. <laughs> so yeah. wow. So, so that's so after that I was like hey I don't know if I want care about getting to another belt. And my brother was sparring against little kids and I was sparring against this bigger kid because I was taller. I'm like, yeah. this isn't cool. Yeah. So that was the end of my karate career. But my dad really wasn't trying to pass on fighting, mm. but he wanted us to be able to um, protect ourselves and yeah. defend ourselves. Yeah. So like if someone that. like he, he had always told us the, the Bible story of like, turn the other cheek, you get hit once, turn the other cheek. But he doesn't, he's, he Can would always say, him? it doesn't say, keep turning your cheek. Mm. You turn the other cheek once, someone yeah. continues, you right. stop had them. had a little to be continued on that story mm. or something. Yeah. 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 So yeah. when my friend in third grade brought a knife into class oh, wow. and um, he would just bring knives randomly in his like um, mm. jammer pants. Jammer pants. <laughs> Remember those like. No. MC Hammer? The MC Hammer pants, basically. Were they? Yeah, kind of MC like Hammer style. Pants. You could, yeah, you could put anything in, in here, and no one could tell what was in your leg. But he brought a knife once, got in trouble. Yeah, he shot a BB into my other friend's back once. It's still in there. So a few different things. This guy was a bully. God. Uh, Justin, and I'll bleep his last name. Mm -mm. <laughs> Justin. Mm -mm. Justin Hanson. <laughs> Justin Hanson. Chris Hanson. Just kidding. Um, and so he like kicked me in the shin and I, I just kicked him right back and he started crying. And then the teacher was like, good for you. Good, good for, for you. you. Uh, he did. He needed <laughs> to learn. And my dad, and, <laughs> but he would just do, he would do mean things that he never messed with me again. And then I became his friend after I like stood up for myself. Yeah. We were friends. He was just waiting that. for you to show that he could respect you because the other people yeah. he didn't respect still got it. No, and so then yeah. I was invited over for him to shoot BBs. <laughs> no, he didn't do that to me. He did that to my other friend, Josh, but wow. yeah, Josh still has a BB like this far into his back sitting Dang. there. It's probably fine. It's okay. Yeah, it's yeah. just under the skin. It's just lead. Yeah, like he goes through a, anytime he goes through a scanner, it's probably. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's good. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah. if you if you stand up for yourself, a lot of the people will not mess with you anymore. And that's what the lesson my dad taught us. Yeah. Is that still the case, do you think, in today's schooling? Like if, if, if you have kids, if they're this age, mm -hmm. would you teach them that same lesson? I think I would. Yeah to a degree like I wouldn't want to I'd encourage people to like not start anything but if someone continually is like um, disrespecting or pushing you past your limits yeah. instead of like just letting it happen eventually you stand up for yourself and there's like 
you hear stories of people like, you know, they get their lunch stolen or they get beat right. up every day going home from school. And if you like have someone, <clears throat> the problem is if you have someone else help you that's bigger and they show up one time, you see this in movies too, but they're like the people run. And then the next time those guys see you, they're really pissed. Yeah. So if you do it yourself, like Stranger Things had some stuff like that, I think, the show. But if you do it yourself, then the people are like, okay, we don't mess with this guy. Right. He brought a fire extinguisher and sprayed it in our face or whatever. But it seems like now, right, that's not the strategy that you use, except for when it comes to sack taps that you don't typically no, I don't fight wanna, back. I don't want to do, I mean, I think it's, maybe it is the same, but it's a different level. Like life's different than then. Right. Then, 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 <laughs> life isn't the same as like getting like picked on as a kid or something. It's like, there's things that are worth like fighting over and there's things that are like, Oh, maybe not. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So for me at least, cause I'm like trying to live a little more relaxed. And back then I was probably uptight right. and angsty. And I mean, we were kind of talking about this with people who we don't need to mention in this conversation, but we were talking about that same idea about mm-hmm. receiving, uh, kind of uh, aggressive tendencies from people and deciding mm-hmm. what your response is going to be. And it sounds like now you're kind of a pacifist in that way. Yeah. You're kind of seeing people for maybe the, uh, what it means about them when they're being aggressive in those ways. Right. Uh, More than just, Oh, is this like an actual attack on me right. versus before it was like, Oh, you're attacking me. Well, you're going to get it. Right. And like not right. even seeing past like the thing in front yeah. of you probably. Right. Yeah. And I think there are people throughout history that have you know done the same thing. I think uh, as far as, pacifism in that way even in the face of like uh physical violence you know if you look at uh gandhi and you know martin luther king and all these other people who are advocates Mm -hmm. maybe of that uh but uh i think that's a much harder thing to do just because it's easier at least for me as an adult to compartmentalize if someone's like being a total dick uh Mm -hmm. you know to just like swallow that uh you know i'm so (laughs) crazy to like deal with that what was that well, this is the Halloween oh episode. That got yeah. scary well, for a moment. Scary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Continue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah anyway. Yeah. yeah. I think we being can all put jerk, the pieces together. Being yeah. A jerk, yeah. Being jerking. Then you, you know, just yeah. like uh, <laughs> internalize it. Yeah. But uh, if you're getting, you know, hammered on, uh, you know, wailed on by someone, uh, it's mm-hmm. a harder thing to just deal with. I think at least for yeah, for physical, me, yeah. physical. Like the thing that I try to avoid at all costs now would be physical altercations of any kind. <laughs> That's like, probably good. Like. We year of all the years of like band band years of parties and stuff. There was always like some at parties at our house or elsewhere. There's someone that doesn't know everyone that yep. starts a fight yep. that and our one guitarist who uh, doesn't live here anymore, but he's like still a great friend. Right. But he's like he will never yeah. when when anyone would be drinking, he would never he would never back down from a fight. Right. Ever. So someone challenges him. He's like, what'd you say about my <laughs> sister's cousin, you know, or whatever else. Yeah. And and for me, I'm like say anything you want about my family. Oh, oh, you want to mention my mom? She died when I was 10. No worries. And they're like, you want to take us outside? Absolutely not. I had someone ask me that before. You want to take us outside? I was like, no, absolutely not. I have no desire to fight you. I'm sorry. I do not. Yeah. Sorry. So like, there's nothing in my being this, if someone that I care about is getting like actually physically hurt, I would, that's when I'd step in. So I guess the question though, right. Is like, to me, is that something that, uh, 
something that you know people who are younger have the ability to actually do conflict resolution that way or pacifism that way or do you think that there is an age where your best option is really to try and engage in the same way like i think we've learned and a lot hottie. of skills now because we're we're adults that are like kind of confident in who we are and we know a lot about mm-hmm. who we are and so i don't feel challenged in the same way when someone is like you know like what about your mom you know i'm like i don't sure. know yeah i think we were the pers- um the percentage of, or how do I want to phrase this? Like, we were at greater risks of someone actually hitting us than I think kids today are. Mm. Like, physical, there's, physical yeah, stuff. like physically yeah. hit because we weren't, like, we grew up with computers and stuff, but as far as like just spouting hate for no like reason bullying at all, and stuff, yeah. yeah. And like, there's an anonymity that comes with it, even mm-hmm. if your name is in the title of your username. Sure. You know, like, right. you're never going to come across that person. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. the like face to face conflict doesn't really happen, or doesn't escalate to the scale in which we all sure um, saw when we were kids. Sure. So you think that today now we're seeing more of like a, a online social kind of bullying hierarchy rather than like a physical yeah like yeah. out in the yard it's like psychological yeah. bullying mm-hmm. which is honestly i mean people there were people that were beat up as kids that felt like they wanted to die because they just didn't want to have to deal with the physical abuse yeah. and then people were doing it for years to them and stuff oh yeah and yeah. the the schools i went to were like a private christian school and the worst people would do there's no no swirlies or any of this stuff putting your head in the toilet yeah. it'd be like people would ignore you if they didn't want to you're just like oh you this person doesn't say hi to you ever doesn't acknowledge right. your existence right. that was their version of like bullying i guess you might say icing them out icing them out but yeah the now i feel like it's like insane because people can be like someone posts uh, a picture of someone or whatever does uh, like they they totally embarrass them and the, the kid thinks their life is over because they're like, now my whole friend group sees what I said about so-and-so or sees this photo right. of whatever. And then all of a sudden they're like, you get these like people that are feeling like there's no, there's nothing after this moment. Mm-hmm. And you're like, uh, there's so much more to life after high school yeah. or grade school. Yeah. Like it's going to yeah. be like they, like the, it gets better campaign, which was different, different subject matter, but it's true because yeah. for kids that like, Hey, whatever you think is most important now, and some like there's so many stories of people like ending their lives over stuff like that, and you're like, it's so small. It's hard to have that perspective though, right? And I think it that it, um, that's always going to be the case. I think that when you're consumed by something that's really, um, you know, viscerally uh, impacting you, uh, it's really hard to see around that, you know. And it always seems easy to see around that until suddenly you're in it. Uh, so I, I, I think whatever the thing is, you know, it's like it's a really hard skill to teach that kind of resilience that you're talking about, I think, and that you're mm. exhibiting, it sounds like, you know, uh, now in your kind of adult pacifism when you deal with people who really don't maybe have a lot of uh, consideration for how their actions may make you feel. I think that takes a lot of like uh, just like personal uh maybe not work I don't know how to put it exactly but it's like I think it takes a lot of evolution of who we are to get to that point where we're that resilient you know yeah I think that's a hard characteristic to exhibit when you're you know in middle school trying to figure out yeah oh yeah but well there's a quote of like Robin Williams that I really loved that 
that it's been shared a few times on social media or me not me i say meme but i mean like you know a picture yeah, of him yeah. with the quote yeah, yeah. but it's like it, he was just saying for like people that want to make people laugh or entertain he's like the people that went through the hardest stuff are probably the one are the ones that are wanting to make people smile because they don't want them to feel what they felt when they were younger and i was like oh i resonate with that because i there's times you feel like you know, left out or less, less or picked last or whatever else happens. And then he's like, and he's someone who always tried to make people laugh, but he probably went through some dark, dark stuff. And and based on his life, you saw through the years, there were dark times, different stuff too. Um, but that was a quote. I'm like, Oh yeah. Cause I don't, you want to just make life good because you don't want to have to, you don't want to relive anything that was negative or bad before. So I think I'm at a spot that I'm like, I just want to make life really positive and good and whatever can make that happen is a win versus like trying to create like that's why i can't watch a lot of dramas or like reality mm, tv it's even. like too much it's too much like okay i don't want to see like people yelling and screaming at each other and a lot of new tv shows that i see roommates watching and stuff are just like these visceral arguments and cussing mm. each other out and it's like supposed to be drama or supposed to be like acting and i was like these are just people yelling and screaming at each other yeah. i was like where's the talent but that's just me where's is this town is this what we call entertainment now because it sounds like i'm watching someone's life fall apart and i don't want to this is not a good entertaining thing where's for me talent? i mean there's talent there there's talented people out there but you know how like this is my my complaint with all new cinema not cinema but tv shows yeah. they they lost the look of film it doesn't feel as like a magical like it used to. It looks like real life most shows. A magical. A magical. Doesn't that feel like a magical? <laughs> like you look at the classic stuff, it looks like film. It has a vibe. It has like a, a larger than life feel. And you sure. got like, here's looking at you, kid, and all these other lines that are like classic. That's and then, a movie. That's a movie. But but it's still like old shows had that vibe too. New mm-hmm. shows, I'm like, these are kid actors, and this is why I'm old. <laughs> These are kid actors that aren't even good actors that they, they, they look, they're the playing the same role in every show. You see them in something else. You're like, there's that same character. There's no devi- deviation of like, these kids suck. Get these I kids mean, off screen. and it's like, it just doesn't, it's not that the, it's not that it's like terrible. It's, it's produ- produced well production wise, right. but I'm like, there's not as many standout people. I'm like, that's a good actor. Hmm. There's, le- there's fewer people that I'm like, oh, like there's a lot of TV shows and streaming might have started this because there's just so much content now. That's true. And they need actors for all these things. There's right. way, the pool has gotten so big that you're, de- it's like. We've the, had to go younger and younger. We've had had to go to go younger. <laughs> well, it's, they're the age that the old actors were when they were really good. But right. now the, it's the same with the music industry. Music industry yeah. used to be this only the select good ones got in and now anyone can put music out. So you're right. going to get a cool variety, but you're going to maybe mm. get less really, really, really good stuff. Mm. I yeah, feel like there's right. a lot more mediocrity. I, I think you're in some ways. I think you're possibly right about that. I'm not uh, saying I'm I'm not saying I'm no, right. No, it's no, just no. my thought. You I, know? Think, I think it's an interesting thought. And I think that you could argue for that case. I think one thing that I've been that's been brought to my attention recently um, both about music and also about, I think, cinema and TV and all these other mediums is that we right now have the benefit of looking back and seeing the things that did hold up without actually having yeah. to live through all the other content that was around at the same time. That's true. So so there's kind of this benefit anytime you're looking backwards uh, that you forget the sheer amount, the volume of content. Now, I, I think mm-hmm. the, the reason that you could argue your point still is that there is probably much more of that kind of content now 
And like you're saying, the barrier for making content that is actually consumable globally to anyone who's got internet connection is now just different than it was before. Yeah. For music, for uh, visual art of any kind. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it is different. So I think it could be both. But I guess I think it's easy when we're looking back to... It is, yeah. Uh, to, to kind of over-romanticize that era of art because of we're just seeing it from the perspective of the stuff. And we're made. only seeing the top of the top shelf. Right. We're not seeing the stuff that didn't make the cut back then. Totally, exactly. Too. Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of... And so, I mean, there's a lot of good new stuff. And I can't really um, speak... I mean, based on my watching of new shows... Like the show that I'm rewatching is Hawaii Five O from 2010, and there's a ton of cheesy one-liners. Yeah. They're just like, "Well, she lost her head," or we're like, "Well, he's not getting up after this one or something." So low stupid, effort. stupid lines. <laughs> they and know I'm it like, is though. They, they know, know it yeah, is, yeah. and it's campy. But I'm like, I still feel like there's certain actors I, in that show. Even now, I'm watching. I'm like, "Oh, that was a this guy's a bad actor." <laughs> you know, like you see these things, but yeah. it's just, yeah. I, I guess it's just. Um, yeah, there is a nostalgia with what's older, I think, yeah. to a degree. And I think some of that stuff is taste, too. You know, like you're saying, the Hawaii Five-0 made a choice with some of those kind of lines about what their aesthetic was and mm-hmm. what they were going for. And I think that um, that stuff sometimes translates better maybe in the time it was made in, you know. Uh, and also, like, it's okay. Like, I was watching uh, Andor recently, this Star Wars spinoff, right? Oh. Uh, which I don't know if you guys have seen. I haven't uh, seen it. It's interesting. Um, you know, uh, there's a ton of that content now anymore just because there's a, a market for people being like, oh, right, I'll continue to watch stuff that you Another make. story off of this. Exactly. Yeah, spinoffs. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and some of the character writing was a little heavy-handed for me in some parts of it where it's just like they're really trying to kind of show this... Uh, maybe like comedic relief aspect or something like that. And the character that it, to me didn't really make sense for it. But so mm-hmm. I guess what I'm saying is and the show as it's gone on in this season that I'm watching season one, which I think is the only season, not really important, but like as it's gone on, it's actually changed my mind about what, or at least their, what offended me earlier in the show or caught my eye in a negative way is now not as much of a problem for me. Yeah. So I, I think there's uh, none of this stuff is perfect. Right. And, no. and these people yeah. who are making it have tastes and they're also subject to their execution of it. And when mm-hmm. you've got people making things, uh, it's not all going to hit the way that you want it to hit. And I think that's uh, it's amazing that there's as much content as there is that is like kind of universally accepted. as like this thing is really great all the way through. You yeah. know, like Breaking Bad was one of those shows that everyone raved about that. I didn't I watched a few episodes of the last the very last episode. So I saw the ending. Um, so great way to start a show, watch the last few. And then you're like, okay, yeah, I perfect. got it. I don't need to see the rest. Yeah, yeah. But totally. that one was like left you with a cliffhanger each time, which other shows got mm. in the habit of doing that. It was like a, um, a trendsetter show in a lot of ways. Yeah. I do think that show pioneered a lot. I mean, that was before streaming stuff really became what it is. That was an mm-hmm. AMC show. Right. And I so, think so yeah, it was broadcast live still at like, mm-hmm. you know, nine or 10 PM on like, you know, a Sunday night or something. Uh, and you, you couldn't wait, you couldn't watch it on demand anywhere. Uh, and so you couldn't binge watch it in the same way that you're watching these shows. Now the episodes were long, they were hour longs, which now there's a lot of people doing that stuff too, but right. But it was on, 
It was on something because I remember I got into it the last season mm. and I was able to binge watch everything up until oh, that's cool. the last episode. I think Amazon at one point owned the content in oh. the process of this. So it started on AMC and then at some okay. point Amazon bought, or not oh. Amazon, I'm sorry, Netflix. Uh, yeah. Netflix oh, okay. bought the rights of it. Then you uh, could watch, then you could yeah. catch up to the final season. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I forget how they rolled that out at that point. Like if they still did it episode I, by episode. Yeah, it was episode by episode, but I think AMC also hosted the episodes on their website. Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like you could watch that season on right. the website. Right, right, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's like, I am definitely guilty of binge watching some shows now mm-hmm. uh, and it's convenient, but it's definitely not helping me as a person. I will say being able to watch so much content all at once. Cause then you're like, um, it's been four hours. And, yeah. But it's just like reading. Like people slam through books. Yeah. No, 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 I've thought about this. Like I have thought about this actually. Chapter I agree with you. I thought about this because I don't like reading, <laughs> yeah. but it's a chapter of a book I'm getting to see, and it might take me. It would take me two hours to read a chapter of a book. So I'm a slow reader. So this is quicker. Like reading. It's, it's not, like reading. It is it's not, not okay. like reading. Okay, hold on, hold on. It's not just like it, but it's like it. Similar in the way that you can bulldoze through it maybe but i think the difference about reading is that it actually requires your participation much more to true uh, than watching something and so i think the issue with being able to binge watch is that um it's like being able to binge eat salad versus binge eat candy uh wait which one's a candy I think the 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 media that like film is candy. Okay. You know, uh, I think that it is so readily accessible for you to get the content without having to necessarily do much hard work. Now, that's not true of all cinema. I think there's some stuff that really requires you. Like if you're watching Twin Peaks, the third season. You know, for me, I've been watching uh, Narcos, which a lot oh, of it yeah. is in Spanish, and I don't speak Spanish. So you got to so, keep the subtitles on. Yeah, and so I have to really engage with it to make sure I'm actually watching it, and so mm-hmm. I'm actually reading. Uh, right, but. But right. uh, with a book, you know, it's like you are propelling the pace and I think media is propelling it for you. And in that way, it's it's much more addictive, I think, at least in my experience. It's easy. Uh, it's, it's easier. It's easier yeah. to consume. Which now. is why I love it. And I, I, I mean, I'm with you and I think it's a great art form, uh, but I think it's addictive in a different way. But I, I could be wrong about that. I'd probably have to hear from someone who really was addicted to like reading Goosebumps or something like well, that. Well, I know. Specifically. <laughs> okay. That was a thing. I feel like kids just chewed through all these well, Goosebumps books. my friends, my roommates and friends are watching Goosebumps now. And I oh, saw an episode goodness. the other night and I remember there's always like a cheesy ending to them and it had... um. Uh, what's his name? Oh, that was me knocking on the table. Sorry, not not at the door. You freaked out. I, it was um, a ghost. I was gonna say Edward Norton, but it's not Edward nope. Norton. It's um, it's a famous, it's a well-known actor, but he's like the school teacher in this town, and all these things end in a weird Jack like. Black. Not Jack Black. It's it's not rock a school of rock or rock school. But he was in a Goosebumps. Was movie. he? Yeah. Oh, so maybe he's in one of these episodes. It's another really well-known actor that I just can't think of now, but these kids throw a party at his house. It's a, the Goosebumps things were kind of like cheesy, but yeah. but what I liked about reading those, because I used to read those back in the day, is anytime you read something, we could all read the same thing, and the, the idea in our minds, are the, the scene is so different right. with each of us. Right. So it is it does force me to like create something in my mind when I read, which is why I don't like doing it, <laughs> usually. <laughs> but I don't, I just, I'm slow. I would have to like... Yeah. I'd sit there and then I would like get lost in thought thinking about something else and I'm still sitting on the same page or it's been two paragraphs and then I'm like, 
Oh, this is going to take me forever. And I just get discouraged because I see I'm only at the first five pages of yeah. the book yeah. or something. I, I found this meme that was, <laughs> I mean, it was a video of this guy that was reading a book and like it, he had taken like the audio recording of something else and put it over it. Oh. Like he was reading and it was mm-hmm. like, it was like, um, and then I jumped off. I jumped off the porch and I told Ricky, Ricky, when I catch you, Ricky, Ricky, when I catch you, Ricky. And he's like reading the same line over and <laughs> Ricky, over again. Ricky, when I catch you, Ricky, Ricky. when I catch you, Ricky. Because <laughs> that's what I would do. That's what reading is to me. Yeah. yeah. I would sit there and just keep, Ricky, keep scanning Ricky, the same Ricky, sentence. Ricky, when I catch you, Ricky. Ricky, when I catch you, Ricky. So it's actually detrimental. Reading is detrimental to mental health for those of us that get in loops. Because then you're just stuck and you can't get to the next sentence. Yeah. I, I get it, man. But I do. Yeah. I I do uh, the thing I agree with what you were saying about it being like a chapter is that a book does get a lot more depth and detail and a movie only has a couple hours to tell you a story. So the show gets to have those 10 hours to really tell a story, which is like it's the bridge between the the detail of a book and what a movie does in some ways. I I agree. I think the art form of shows in this way is really compelling and, and being able to watch it in sequence in the way that now it's presented, I think has changed the medium and is now made it less heavy handed in the way that people had to keep people like, uh, or the way that directors had to keep the audience bought into what they were doing. Yeah. Right. So like before you watch a lot of these shows and there was like this heavy, um, aspect of like, man, I have to wait a whole week to see what's going to happen next, right? Uh, and making a good hook to do that, yeah, uh, it probably makes your viewership easier. And now I think that you can see more seamless things. I mean, there still is that kind of aspect. I think a Page Turner bit in um, mm-hmm. a lot of these shows, but I think they have to rely less on captivating someone. Uh, when they're not immediately like now you can just watch 10 hours of the show if you want to. Yeah. Uh, and, and that I think is actually, it's a positive thing in the best con. Like, um, I think it's made it more like a, a movie, like you're saying, just yeah. a long format movie. If you want it to be, I feel like the one, the one aspect of the shows, which at least you're never like you get some resolve depending on the shows, the cliffhanger ones are terrible to me because I'm just like, now I want to see the next in the in the Hawaii Five O. I'm in the fourth season now, mm-hmm. and there's like ten, so I'm back through it again. I've only seen it once, but I'm remembering things on each episode. Yeah. But I forgot what happened. By the end, I'm like, I knew it was that person. Right. Um, but uh, they now they're getting to some of the cliffhanger episodes where they leave you instead of a nice resolve where they get the kid back to the family that was kidnapped or whatever else. It leaves you with like another little like to be continued. Uh, I don't want to say tinge, but that's not the right words, but like a little twang in your heart. It's like a little something you're like, oh, like this is still going bad or this, this new, new thing is going to happen in the next episode. So you want to watch it. And those, there's some like flow to that where you get in this, like, it's like songwriting or something or a a live performance where they have these songs four in a row that are just like bangers. And so it all like is amazing in a row. Like when I was watching Foo Fighters in Spokane earlier this year and I walked out to get a t-shirt and they started playing Aurora. And so I walked back in and I was like, okay, it's over. I'm going to go. And then they started playing Monkey Wrench and I missed half of a quarter of both of the two songs I wanted to see really bad. And I was like, dang it. This is so dope. Like I should have stayed in my seat because it's like my two favorite songs. But you got a t-shirt. But I got a t-shirt after that when I was hoping it was going to be a newer song. I didn't know as well, but then I started to hear it and I was like, of course, now is when I left my seat. So, but like the, I think the flow of that show is like, there was a few in a row. I was like, okay, now we're firing all cylinders. And then you're like, slows down again. And the worst ones are when like 
one person has like a family member kidnapped and the whole episode is them just trying the to Foo get Fighters them back. Show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where songs are. Where songs are about the kidnappings. Yeah. But no, in Hawaii Five O, it's like, yeah, just like and you're like, okay, this whole episode they're gonna be uh, trapped underground and some they're gonna get free by the end. Great. <laughs> Let me skip episode. this one. Because I remembered it. <laughs> so this is I was like, great. Yeah. Um Yeah. But yeah, it's just like, I don't know. The, I think the the movies, watching a movie at night you get a resolution and your brain can relax a little more than having something that like, that's true. You've got a piece of the puzzle. Yeah. And that's why I think people become uh, like such good readers when they do read a lot. Mm. Cause they just want to like get through the book to get to that resolution. Right. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. That's why I don't read, you know, just like, so you, yeah. you were the one pushing reading, but you don't even read. No, I'm not pushing reading. I'm just not saying pushing, but that whatever we're doing is not good for us. Uh, currently, currently with these shows. <laughs> can speak for myself at least that it's uh it's just very like easy to overdo it you know i can't mm-hmm. put myself to bed oh oh time. i know i know yeah no screen time limitations i've been trying to just by 10 30 11 be like okay this can wait till tomorrow like what's the point of me staying up like nothing good happens past midnight now is your life and if you you know it's like this is your <laughs> if, moment well you're wait you're trying to get that last dopamine hit of the day and oh, be yeah. like oh i want that little <laughs> something else to make yeah. the to feel like this was worth staying yeah, up for two more sour patch kids oh, they're right over here no nope. can't Not get to them oh they're right in front of me oh. i can't oh, oh i can't even reach them it's fine but you know oh. just one more just one more piece of cheesecake it's been five but six will really just make me feel amazing <laughs> yeah it's too far it's like that it what far. i did um the other day there was a thing uh like thanksgiving meals or similar where you just eat too much i was over at my friend's house they were doing a pumpkin carving thing so i bought a pumpkin for it and i was just gonna draw on it with sharpies yeah. and then there's like five kids running around and we never got around to doing the pumpkin. So I left the pumpkin for them, but, um, they may, had shepherd's pie yeah. and I had a, a half a plate full and I was like, okay, this is good. And then I go back for seconds and I piled on half the plate. And I was like, this is so good. Let me just add a little more. And I filled the plate second. Oh yeah. It was a full plate of shepherd's go. pie, which seems good. And then I was to the last five bites and i'm like this is that feeling at thanksgiving when you've eaten too much like but and i'm gonna finish it and i finished it i scraped a little bit off but i was like even the bite ate was like too much and for half an hour you're like uncomfortably full and then someone else was like hey let's do pie i was like not yet please why'd you finish it i almost finished i threw a little bit out because i was like i didn't even need i needed the first amount i didn't even need the first amount but it just seemed like you want some more of something good yeah and you want to keep getting some kind of like good feeling from the oh, yeah. food. And that's a terrible, like I already got the good oh, feeling. Know. Why do I need more? Because we have no self-control. I know. Well, I did after I, I threw, that's why I threw the last bit out. I'm like, I'm a, not a total pig. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to throw these, I'm going to waste some of this food and just, yeah, I know. Well, I was going to say, I think that's part of the equation too, is there's these other messages that we've gotten growing up, you know, at least for me about like, uh, being expected to like, you know, kind of finish what you started, especially even mm-hmm. with food, which I think is uh, not very productive messaging now, looking back on all that, you know, but I get where it comes from, which is uh, trying to instill a value that, you know, for my parents and stuff was probably really tangible, you know, growing up from mm-hmm. you know, depression era grandparents or parents, you know, that, yep. uh, so, so it makes sense. But I think now we've at least evolved to realizing that, uh, you don't have to message that in the same way to necessarily get your point across about consuming resources and right. conserving. Uh, you know, there are other ways to teach that, but 
Well, my uh, dad was uh, raised with a similar thing. I think it was his dad would say, take what you want, take all you want, eat all you take. Like you weren't allowed to not finish exactly. your food, yep. even if you took too much, because it's like you're going to learn a lesson. And <laughs> and where the we, I where we were eating. Yeah, great. Now, yeah. now I'm ready for Thanksgiving yeah, every meal. Exactly. Where we were uh, brought to babysitters houses who were like very like vegan and more organic, like nothing wrong with eating vegan and all these things, yeah. but it was like the food was like lima bean casserole or oh, yeah. some weird thing. And then they would make <laughs> us sit at the table. Lima bean casserole. No, no, no joke. That's we had that one time. No way. It was what? a thing. I mean, some weird stuff. That can't be real. But the, well, the lima beans, we would, you know, the mixed vegetables, they don't have many more because they know kids hate them, but there was lima beans mixed <laughs> into like the carrots, yeah. peas. Uh, peas and corn. Yep. And then you're sitting there and you get this like dried beetle tasting thing. I haven't tried a beetle, but this is the thing I imagine the texture of a beetle would be inside. And so we, my brother and I would sit there playing with our plate, kicking the lima beans around while their kids are running around playing outside. And we weren't allowed to leave until we ate those. Brutal. And that was the last thing on our plate. You got no chaser. And you have no juice left. That's cruel. If you had juice. Why would they do that? Exactly. <laughs> Why would they? I think I was abused as a child by the babysitters. Um, but now kids now are complaining because they don't want to eat their mac and cheese. And I'm like, you don't even know how yeah. good you have it. Oh, you don't want to finish your slice of pizza? <laughs> I was like, we had to eat lima beans. Back in my day, they force fed us lima beans Vegetables. until we puked. <laughs> yeah, I puked from lima beans. Yeah, Dude, Lima beans and... Um, there's another terrible... Well, Brussels sprouts I also hated. I kind of oh, like them now. I love them now. But at the time, I was like, these are so gross. I think the way that that stuff was prepared, too, was probably not great. Like steamed Brussels sprouts or something That's like that. That's what it was. You know, and they didn't spinach. believe in cheese. There was no Parmesan <laughs> for it. Yeah. So it was all very bland. Yeah. No, now it's like those vegetables can be great. Even lima beans, I think, in the right context can be great. I, I don't believe that. But I do believe the rest. And I would try them again if they were prepared properly, like with some seasoning and stuff yeah. on them. Yeah. But yeah, this is very bland, just yeah. like steamed vegetables. I think lima no beans got to go in like a soup or something, right? Well, we were really dumb not to eat it mixed in with the other stuff because we right. saved it till the very end. And that was the last thing we had. It was like yeah. 10 lima beans. Fear and you're like... Fear Factor or something. Yeah. yeah, it's like... Oh, Fear Factor was one of the craziest shows. Oh, yeah. Do you guys remember watching that? I do. Joe, Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> something else. Joe... <laughs> Jode Rogan. Jode Rogan. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were saying that. Jode Rogan. But it his early days. But that, when they had like a little thing of spiders that someone had to lay down in, it was oh, like a big man. terrarium covered oh. in snakes. And I'm oh, like, thank you. How are, how are, and, or eating like the grossest things to get $50,000. Right. And then they, they, they puke and they don't get it. That's because right. they don't finish you gotta hold it, it down. You but gotta they, hold that horse heart down or whatever it is that you're eating. Beetles, you know, horse balls, whatever they had. Yeah, all sorts of terrible. I'm sure stuff. all those things were at one point. But then they already took a bite and they lose anyway. <laughs> right. No matter what, it's just humiliation on television. Yeah, it's so gross. Yeah. Yeah. What would you do for fifty thousand dollars? Would you eat? Horse Not heart? much. Yeah. Yeah. Not much. I probably would. Horse heart. horse heart. I love money. Well, yeah, I love yeah. money too. But oh uh, well, fifty grand would definitely be a nice thing right now. Money. Uh, what's would it be raw? Yeah, it was raw. I would. I guess I'd have to taste it, but you have to swallow it. And yeah, like, you gotta mm -hmm. eat it. I think I would do it. I think fifty thousand dollars could go along. I'd way. just swallow it whole. Yeah, not the heart, but the bite. <laughs> yeah. Right, but one whole heart just. Yeah, it, that's hard to do though. 
Like if you ever really have something in your mouth that you don't want to swallow, like trying to swallow That's a big bite of that. Yeah. Well, could you get a chaser with juice? I don't think there was any chasers on set at Fear Factor. I think the worst ones. I mean, the ho- horse heart wouldn't be as bad, but I the think cockroaches it, would get me. Cockroach. The crunch. Yeah. Cockroach. La cucaracha. La I love that song. That's true. I wonder if yeah. you could mash them up with your hands before. Oh, none of it. No, nothing about it. <laughs> nothing Seems good. good Here's the thing: there's certain things that just aren't worth me having to. To experience right your decency is worth more than fifty thousand dollars that's yeah. probably true hundred thousand yeah yeah let's <laughs> yeah, yeah what is my decency worth no i remember people saying like oh for a hundred thousand dollars would you this i was like absolutely not and they're like you wouldn't and i was like you don't have a hundred thousand dollars sitting here right but if put a hundred thousand in front of me and then let me decide joe rogan knocks on your door and says i'm gonna give you a hundred thousand dollars for you to eat cockroaches can i blend them up no I just got to bite into one. You got it. Yeah, they're you, live. Yeah, you've only got Good it. Lord, dude. No. <laughs> nope. Not not going to do it. I can make 100 grand some other way. Have I? Yeah, over my lifetime. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and a few years. A couple yeah. of years probably. But yeah. it's like, but yeah, having that amount at one time would be great. What? Okay, what's... um. I feel like a mil. Like once it gets to the millions, then you start thinking That's about stuff. That's a big stuff. number. What would you do for the least amount of money? Oh, I would, Let's go the opposite I, way. I would eat mac and cheese for $10. No, like still gross, but like you're like, I'd do it for like $100. Right. Like drink like curdled milk or something? Oh. Uh, no, I don't think that's worth it. I think $100 is not... No, not $100, but just think, saying... Let's say let's say $500, because I think that's an appreciable amount. I think $100 sure. is not what it used to be. 500 is not enough to get me to do anything I don't want to it's do. It's right on that line, though. No. Curdled milk, 500 bucks. Mm-mm. I give it to you right now. I no. I would. I've done it in the past. Yeah, I've done it on, on accident. You do it on accident. accident. Yeah, just well, do no, it on purpose. Are we talking <laughs> about? Are we talking about cottage cheese milk, or is it falling out, like or split from them, or is it just, or is it just like kind of sour which one milk? Do you like the least. Sour milk is disgusting. Cottage cheese milk is way worse. I think. I think uh, maybe a mix of both. Five hundred. I could make doing a video job in a second. Not a second. In half a day. This you could make in two minutes. Yeah, but it's it's not that much money. Okay, let's say seven fifty. No, I'd have to be a few thousand for yeah. me, honestly, because I could make it. I could make a couple oh, grand. Oh, no, oh, no. So I'm too good for five hundred dollars. No, no, no. It's not that. It's that I just really dislike eating things I don't like. If it has to do with eating, I'm gonna say no. Like pickles, pickles, I despise beyond all things. Wow. And I, I would not eat a pickle for $500. That's insane. Period. That's insane, Eric. Maybe not even That's a grand. Insane. You should eat a pickle for $500. No way. You should eat a pickle for $10. No way. I hate yeah. pickles. Pickles are the worst possible <laughs> thing invented in the entire planet. You go on I'm Fear serious. Factor. Everyone else has cockroaches. You just have a bunch of pickles you on your plate. You guys love pickles. I love pickles. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> I bought relish specifically for pic- for uh, deviled eggs. So oh, yeah. my 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 uh, dream of what hell would be is like someone <laughs> force-feeding condiments to me and, and with a straight jacket in a room and I'm eating like people are spoon feeding relish pickles um, squirting ketchup and mustard and mayonnaise in and I'm like kill me now that sounds intense <laughs> yeah like I do not want any of that and so that I think the worst I mean pickle would I would try a pickle for a couple grand yeah maybe that's that's still pushing it you really don't like I pickles. hate hate what is it about them it's the, the entire experience. It's the vinegar. It's the pickled taste. It's everything. You don't like vinegar? I love cucumbers. So that's the weird thing. But it's vinegar I cannot stand. Uh, I see. And the pickled is, is terrible for me. But yeah. I get it. I love it. 
I love it too. But yeah, I, I mean, most yeah. people do, and that's where like I'm a like spear, a spear pickle. Oh yeah, so fun. Yeah. So what about kombucha? Do you- Here's the thing: you guys eating the pickles is like me eating cucumber. Yeah, the I would snap on the skin. It's great. I would do. I would eat a cucumber for ten bucks, sure. But what about like? So where does the vinegar line exist for you? What about like? Uh, like kombucha and stuff like that. Yeah, that's really gross too. Yeah, I don't like. It. I've stand, I've tried it before, and I was like, nope, don't like it. Um, you live a very plain existence. With I do. Food. I, I like do. That. Yeah, very plain. Salt yeah. is all I need. I don't need pepper even. <laughs> salt. Grew up with just salt. Are you my, a super taster? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have a like really intense experiences with flavors? Well, any kind of heat just isn't. People are like that's not even hot. I'm like that's right. really hot. Because some people who are super tasters, like my uh, my aunt does mm-hmm. not eat black pepper and she can like tell us like if black pepper was near something. oh i can tell yeah. if it's on mm-hmm. something yeah but i also was raised with a very like limited stuff because yeah. my dad believed that black pepper uh corns and Devil's everything pepper. no not that Well, that it's left out on like docks wherever they like left pick it wherever it was they're like the they, he basically said you get like rodent feces in it because it's left out and i'm like okay well what about if you get the pure peppercorns and you're grinding it yourself there's no poop in that one True. So I should have said that back then. I had no clue. Yeah, but now but, it's ruined. Forever. But we never had it growing up. So like, if it's on something, I'll eat it. But I don't mind it. But it's yeah. not like it's necessary. I see. So I don't think I'm a super taster. But I just like a lot of a lot of bland things have flavor to me. Mm. But it's a cool name to put on my pickiness. Yeah, so super taster. I might yeah. identify as a super taster from here. On. Oh no, I'm not picky. I'm just a super, super taster. taster. Yeah, you could say that. Yeah, like this tastes super. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't know, but I mean, like, I think for, for you, right, you also don't like the taste of alcohol and things like no. that. So I think maybe maybe you have more taste buds than the average person. Or or the thing I thought is maybe since I never ate anything hot, I didn't sear any taste buds. And so mm. everything tastes like English food in the mid-2000s, which was when it was really bland. Now it's a lot better. Is that how it works? I don't, I don't know. That's just my, my rationale. Yeah. But in England, everyone said that the food is really plain, and it is over there, but I loved it. I was like, this is so good. People are like, it's so bland. I was like, no, this is perfect. And then now they have like the best Italian. My friend went there uh, with his family recently. He's like, do they have the better Italian food? than Italy now they have wow. all this good stuff but back in the day yeah. it was like shepherd's pie yeah. which I overdosed on the other day but you know uh, <laughs> all those like really bland things they did have Yorkshire pudding which is sheep's blood that's yeah. a little weird eat but the blood sausage I did not oh. but I also didn't eat sausage because it's like pork based so it's is like blood sausage pork based or is it sheep I don't know I think it's pork because they do the ham steak most sausages so ham basically steak. skipping pork and shellfish cuts out a lot of the sausages and different different seafoods and so shellfish shellfish those shellfish the, sausage yeah no those yeah. are the two things I just don't that aren't in my diet yeah. based on the basically it's like a Jewish diet yeah but it's Adventist diet I like that you don't see any seafood sausages no, kind of I was. Like, I just meant like. But like a <laughs> meant pork like a base. stuffing, <laughs> seafood guess, sausage, yeah, like yeah. an oyster, oyster and, sausage, and sausage. Yeah, like I accidentally mm-hmm. ate um, a, a mussel in New Zealand. I thought it was a big mushroom <laughs> in a cream sauce, and I was chewing, and it kept being chewy. And what I was did you like, think of it? it? I hate the texture of seafood. So every time I've tried it, like the the I tried lobster a year year or so back at Melting Pot. Yeah, and they're like, oh, just try a piece, and I was like. The butter tastes good, but I hate the texture of the chewiness of it. Yeah. So I think it's just... Not all seafood is that chewy. 
Probably not. No, but it's one of those things. I'm like, Oh, I'm not supposed to be eating this because like my diet growing up was this. And so I'm instantly like, you know what? Turkey bacon's fine. I don't need real bacon. Oh, wow. Turkey bacon's all right. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, yeah, everyone's got to have their line somewhere. I know, but I would eat real bacon bacon for a hundred dollars. No. Wow. For 500, I'd probably try bacon. That would be my limit on bacon. I was like, I don't need to try real bacon because ignorance is bliss right now. And I don't (laughs) want to go down that path and then have and then be like, oh, and now I now I'm buying bacon. It's the same reason why I will never smoke because like the moment I would like try it and maybe part of me liked the feeling of it, I would want to do it more. Mm. So I'm like trying to stop myself. It's a temptation of liking something. That I and I already have things I like that I feel like are maybe healthier. Mm. So I'm like, yeah. if I'm just doing this, then maybe I won't be tempted to like vape or other things yeah. all the time, yeah. you know? Because I'd be like, yeah. oh, this feels good. Let me have more of this, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so instead, I just chew raw tobacco now. It's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> you know, just the plant itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a cow. <laughs> well. But it, but that's why there's, and I, and there's so many things I'm probably, I'm missing out on. And there's times I'm like, you know, a vape pen does look cool. And then I'm like, <laughs> it probably would feel great. Not going to, but I was like, nope, still not going to do it. Yeah. Cause part of me is like, I still, um, and obviously one of the, one of the best singers in my opinion, Carl Wilson, I'm just going to say that of the beach boys, he's saying God, he's saying God only knows. And he smoked like a chimney. He smoked two packs a day. Had the voice of an angel too. He's like still later alive. He died at ninety-eight of throat cancer. <laughs> so, but he could have been like one hundred and fifty if he didn't. I mean, smoke. Brian Wilson's still alive. Yeah. He smoked a lot of weed, but he didn't smoke cigarettes. Yeah. As I mean, he did for a while, yeah. but uh, but his brother was like you know a two pack a day or so. But yeah. he still some. I was always worried that smoke would like hash out the vocal cords. Yeah. Turns out talking hash just does out. it. <laughs> And my voice is already hashed <laughs> from talking all the time. Hashed. You that just just make them a little like uh, rougher. Like if you listen to the band Spoon, it's like vocal burn, vocal fry. vocal burn. I like vocal as burn. as the vocalist. Yeah, that's. I think that's it. Uh, vocalists get older, and like the the band Spoon, you can hear on their albums, his voice is progressing. Even though they're good, progressively getting a little like uh, more like smoker's voice. Yeah. And it, which is fine, but I was like, I, I always felt like I want to protect the vocal cords and not put any smoke into them. Yeah. And so th- the idea of even smoking at all seems like I'm betraying my Dude, like, like tobacco edibles or something. <laughs> I'm not trying to get it. I'm trying not trying to get hooked on nicotine either, <laughs> but it's more like just the idea of one thing. I'm like, it's like for me having a drink now, like, right. um, they had champagne the other night at a, a game night, like, Oh, just try a little sip. And I was like, the idea of ha- even having a sip will feel like I'm betraying the choice I made yeah. to not have any. Stick to your guns. You've made it this far. Well, I and I had a sip of sake like a year ago, and they're like, okay, try it. And I had a sip, and I was like, I just feel bad, and I didn't even like it. Yeah. Now I wish I didn't do this, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's just picking the things that are good for you. I dig that. Is Nicorette a tobacco edible, technically? Mm. It's a nicotine. Yeah, I could actually get hooked on Nicorette. Yeah. Now we're talking. <laughs> and then I could still buy those, and I could be chewing gum and getting that buzz that people there get from go. nicotine. Hot, hot dog. Yeah, it doesn't affect the voice. Maybe it does. I don't know. I don't think it does, but it just would give you that little brain buzz. Because no, it doesn't have any of the carcinogens. 
Wait, you have to get a carcinogen? No, carcinogen is the... Cancer cut. I mean, it's cigarettes, but you can also get it from like burning anything and inhaling it. Right. Oh, well, yeah, I get that from a fire. Yeah. Breathing in a fire. Yeah. yeah. Breathing in a fire. But so breathing nicotine in flames, just has, I mean. or a nicorette just has nicotine in it. Is nicotine Isn't bad for nico- you? No. Nicotine in itself is addicting. It is. Um, but there is something about, like they were saying, what nicotine gives you, and this was a, a podcast on like pr- productivity, is a brain buzz. So you get like, you get like this little, like your, your cylinders are firing for a while more with, with it, and mm. I can't speak to it. But supposed to be like it, it helps you focus more and get stuff done, like caffeine would, would be, but different. Mm. Yeah. So I feel like I'm not going to try the gun right now because I don't <laughs> want to get addicted. Let's get hooked. But but I feel like, yeah, let's, let's just like right before your yeah. busy season. Yeah. Let's yeah. all just start yeah. chewing Nicorette. We're like, yeah. well, you chew a lot of gum now. Yeah. I sure do. I sure yeah. do. Though I feel like those gums too have that hard shell on the outside. Oh, yeah. The, oh, that's the, the best crack. gum. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are you trying to convince me to do it now? Is that yeah. what I doing? mean, is it working? I got into caffeine gum. Uh, oh, yeah. I had oh, one wow. of yours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100 milligrammers. Right. That was yeah. great. They are good. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And they've got that hard shell and then they kind of have this thing that tastes like you shouldn't be chewing it kind of, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. like, it tastes like a little chemically kind of, uh, yeah. but it's great. They were you military grade, right? They are. That's the one I had. Yeah. You can have oh, wow. three pieces if you're a civilian and if you're a military, you can have up to 15 pieces. Because <laughs> they want to have you <laughs> stay awake all night you in the show your jungles. ID or what? Your military uh, no, ID. they just say on the back of the package. I think it's like an honor system kind of thing, you oh, know, sure. so you just hold your hand up and <laughs> scouts honor. Yeah. Uh, is yeah. it because they're in hard situations where they need to stay alert? I think if you were driving somewhere and you didn't have the option of not driving there, uh, then staying awake is much preferable to not staying awake. Yes. So, yeah. Or like you're on guard or something like that. You yeah, know? that makes yeah. sense. So it's not that it's healthy to have 1,500 No, they're just like if you're doing caffeine. it for your country, you can do it, you know, champ. Well, and if you're a civilian, you can do it too. It's true. But, you know, they're just saying if you're a civilian, you know, they don't recommend it. You're not as... You don't have as probably as strong of a need in that yeah. They're just like go to bed, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't you just think the don't stay just up. Said go to bed. So yeah. the there was a actually speaking of caffeine, there was a story recently where a girl had one of those Panera bread. This was in the news actually. <laughs> Panera bread drinks that are okay. like okay. Um, juiced <laughs> drinks or whatever. Like a press. It's called no. It's called. <laughs> juice no it's not a pressed juice but it's called juice like it's a caffeinated drink but she had a heart condition she's not supposed to have a lot of caffeine it sounds like that's on her (laughs) yeah it does she died oh she was a sophomore so um it was 390 milligrams of caffeine in that drink that's insane it's like a bang energy drink with like a tea added to it 390 is not that much that's that's like four coffees but it seems like a lot for one drink. Actually, I'm wrong. I think a cup of coffee is 50 megs. One uh, coffee, like right? 80 to 100. 80 to 100. Okay, so, so it's, it's like, like three comes. It's a lot. I see. So it and but their problem is that the thing is they said on the news things like that are mixed by the people there, so it's not regulated how much caffeine gets in it. And so she actually had a cardiac arrest issue from it as a sophomore. And, and was had to very be very careful limit her caffeine. And like it's true, uh, I do agree. <laughs> What you're saying like if you already have a sensitivity maybe you don't get the like yeah, let's not dance with energy people. drink like you skip it all together yeah. but um but just a, a crazy story about caffeine so a normal person that didn't have the cardiac issue could have handled that because a bang energy drink is a little bit less than they that. have a lawsuit about it there yeah and panera was like we're we're looking into this we're gonna try to regulate this and so so and they're gonna probably pay a few million dollars or something i don't know right uh, but that's a recent thing so dang 
um, Warren G. He has a song called Regulate. <laughs> <laughs> they should play that song at the trial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. It is a great song. Yeah. And listening to the lyrics now, we should get into 90s hip hop for a minute, actually. Let's is it there. worth it? Let me work. No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to go there. That's the 2000s. <laughs> That's the 2000s. My bad. So the Regulate song, it's mm-hmm. it's it was always like a banger, a really like cool song. And then that's the term, right? Banger is a cool song. Or yes. it bangs. Yeah. Um, and then they talk it about, bangs. they talk about like, go, they're like, next stop is the East Side Motel when they pick up these girls on the street. And I'm like, was this like Nurses. the best yeah. nurse? Oh, they're Nurses stopping by walking the- home from the, their very long shift. Yeah, yeah. And they're taking them to the East Side Motel <laughs> to check on the patient that was like sick there or something. But I'm like, it just like the, the, um, Morale, the the uh, bravado, the, the bravado of that, and mm-hmm. like you don't hear people rapping about that as much now. Like picking these girls up, and like no matter what, we're taking them to the hotel with us, whether they want to or not. Wow. And I was like, it seems like uh, he's like, here's where we're going, and like maybe it was all um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know what I'm talking about? Where A farce? No, <laughs> maybe it was all um, agreed upon consensual consensual okay but it sounds like they're just picking up and being like we're taking you here that's what it sounds like in right. the song you're saying you don't see a lot of that in today's hip hop i feel like you don't hear about um the grape graping as much you know you don't have a hair have a, have like a rap song about graping I, it's true <laughs> well i actually don't know if that's true or not i think you probably have some I think it's maybe mainstream has changed uh, and what pop culture is dictated is like I think there's a lot of things about art that have changed. And we were talking about the Rolling Stones earlier today, right? Mm-hmm. If you listen to like songs like uh, Brown Sugar, you know, it's oh, like, yeah. Yeah. these songs are not about like, you know, easy things or like, you know, That's always true. happy things. So, so there's a lot of these kind of subjects that are normalized within pop culture. And as long as um, culture doesn't check pop culture, then they become like cyclical, right? In some ways. So I think that mm-hmm. we've had some... Uh, things are just different now, right? And whether it's art that's starting that, you know, those conversations or whether art then like reflects the conversations that are going on, it's hard to say, right? I think there's a bit of both going on where there are definitely like comedians, for example, or artists that are expressing like, you know, uh, what they think culture should be about this. And there's obviously people who are um, showing their disgust uh, with culture sometimes Mm -hmm. not having ideals. But uh, yeah, I think that... uh, Likely this stuff does exist, but I don't think it's in the mainstream as much because I don't think there's uh, as much money to be made if you are on the wrong side of what culture says you could be on. Yeah. Right. So it's like uh, people like Louis C.K., you know, it's like if you mess up now, that makes you not profitable. And so it's just easy to get dropped. And then within five years, a lot of these people are back in some fashion doing shows and stuff. And then people tend to like, I feel, I feel like people's attention span, they just tend to forget some of these things too. It's true. But like, I think that where the big money is, you know, with these deals with television networks and product sponsorships and stuff like that, you know, they need Mm -hmm. someone uh, for what their goal is, who's really marketable. So I think that um, true, true. Yeah. I think that the reason why you don't see this kind of stuff reflected in pop culture is not because it's not, uh, in art still, but it's just that the art that we're exposed to is not where it has a place to exist. But, um, I think if you go look at like underground, you know, rap and hip hop and stuff, you could probably still find songs about, uh, you know, motels and prostitutes and all these things. Nurses. 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 I like that. I like that. Um, 
I love a nurse. Yeah, nurses are cool. They're they're saved in the world. So mm. saving saving everything. Mm. There was a nurse today that almost ran me off the road. So it was really Didn't nice. Save you. No, she was driving a Tesla. It was like E V R N. E V R N. And she's like and just like takes off and like just cuts four people off. I'm like you're not setting a good example. It's the it's the autopilot. It's Actually, they didn't even make a sound like that. It was a real. It would be yeah. a real engine. It was like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Those things make when they're backing like, up or whatever. Do they? Oh, oh yeah. They like chirp. Or Those what? are the they're hybrid like... sounds. Naf has oh, that yeah. on his on his Rav Four. <laughs> yeah. It backs up and it's like the engines. It's just electric. <laughs> It's yeah. like a theremin sound or something. Yeah. Hey, full circle. Yeah. Back to the theremins. Okay. Well, uh, my favorite band of all time, Beach Boys, they used it. It can't be wrong. The mm-hmm. theremin. Yeah. yeah. We got to maybe uh, check into those. Yeah. I would like to learn that. It'd be a cool instrument. We'll get a theremin on the next episode. What song is that? It's uh, Good, vi- good yeah, Vibrations. Good Vibrations. You didn't, you knew, I was like sitting here, I was like, California girls and Good <laughs> Vibrations. <laughs> Um, but those are the, I, I still feel like there's, it's hard for bands now to get to that level that those bands Using were theremins. at that time. Uh, maybe not the theremin part, but just the talking amount of like, nurses. yeah, talking about nurses, that too. No, um, that what regulate. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean, I didn't mean Warren G regulate was not that high on my list of like, I know it was a, like a classic hit and people love it. In fact, the other week, my friend's like, hey, let's play, put Regulate on my board. And, and he called, uh, my friend was visiting from Canada. We were playing ping pong and stuff, but we were playing some 90s hip hop. And then I was playing one band, a newer band called a White Reaper that I like. But he's like, oh, this White is like, Reaper. he said, this is a poor man's Blink-182. And I was like, why does it have to be a poor man's? That doesn't, makes it sound like they're not as good. But it doesn't, but it doesn't sound to me like Blink-182, but he just meant like the voice, I think. Mm. And then when I played... I've got five on it. He said, this is a poor man's Warren G. And I was like, oh, I hate to hate that the ones I like are the poor man's yeah. versions oh, of the real man's taste. Of the real yeah, yeah. yeah, poor man's taste. But it was pretty funny. So dang. Yeah. This guy doesn't like your stuff, I guess. No, well, Send he, back to Canada. No, he, he visits often. He's cool. Yeah. Eli, we're shout shout out Eli. I know that Warren G is bigger than uh, sorry that you're than, too good than for Luna's. He's not too good. He just he just knows oh, who the Eli, OGs yeah. are. Yeah, and uh, he sure. wouldn't have said Tupac is a poor man's Biggie. He would never do that. Mm. No, they're different. He's got limits. Yeah, he doesn't like Warren G. No, he does. Oh. He was saying I was playing Luna's. I've got five on mm. it, and he's like, "This is like a poor man's Warren G." And I, I was like, "Oh, but this song to me is better than Warren G because Warren G is talking okay. about those nurses <laughs> going oh. down to the hotel." But Warren G was big, so yeah. You oh, know, man, my cough. that was a bad one. <laughs> I was like, I've never. <laughs> was that a cough or that a was sneeze? A cough. No, that was a pure cough of my throat so dry, and I ran out of you this know, pineapple juice. Like, <laughs> you know, when trumpet players put on the mute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sounded like. <clears throat> it was like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave that in. We'll leave that in. That's great. I turned away from the mic to make it not as loud. It was so violent coming out of you. <laughs> well, I thought I had more juice, and then I didn't, and my yeah. throat was dry, and it was like there's nothing there. Sold that, and then nicotine gum. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mark my words. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just uh, put this on the record. I will never start chewing nicotine gum. Just gonna put that out there. Just like this is my last year at fantasy football. I have it on Got tape. It. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Or not tape. Yeah. But, you know, they it's recorded on, me. Someone yeah. could tape it. Yeah. Ones and zeros. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's on the phone. I, I told I had my roommate film outside and I was like, I am not paying $125 ever again to be part of fantasy football. So this is my last year. You pay $125. That's how much it is every wow. year. And you I've lost every year, yeah. every year. And so I'm like, this is my last year. So I've officially said it. And I said, mark my words, I will not. And so out of principle, even if I want to next year, I am, I'm done. I'm, like I'm retiring. Yeah. Corn King is retiring Corn from, King. from fantasy football. Fields. Yeah, I'm going to go back to the corn king is going back to the fields. And also I'm in um, a, another league with our coworkers, some of our coworkers. And that one, I think I'll just retire to. What are you going to do with all. all that money? Well, the, 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 the other one buy was free. Yeah, buy a theremin. Yeah. Well, the other one was free. Uh, but I this year I got them to put money on it. And I'm, I'm doing okay. But I don't think I'm going to have to pay on that one too. 20 bucks, nothing bad. Yeah. 20 bucks isn't bad, but I'm just done. I'll pay 50. I would pay 50 in our league, but people yeah. aren't going back from 100. Got it. And now they're going up. It'll Big be money. 250 soon. Yeah. Wow. And I'm just out. Addicts. And I'm I'm last place in that league too. So I'm last place and I'm going to pay 125 bucks. <laughs> it's just not worth it. I'm not going to get my money back ever. It work. Yeah. <laughs> is it worth it? No. Let me work. And reverse it. I don't know what she says, but. What does she say? Missy Misdemeanor Elliot. What does she say? <laughs> That's what she called herself. Uh, let's look up the lyrics. What did she say? This I isn't good. Go. We're, we we may we'll wind down this episode with with Missy Misdemeanor Elliot's real song lyrics. Of our yeah. <laughs> with what? With the song of our people. Yeah. Is it worth yeah. yeah. Is it worth it? Let me work it. Lyrics. Yeah. Is it worth it? Let me work it. Lyrics. Missy it's Missy Misdemeanor Elliot. It. It's just called work it. <laughs> <laughs> it it says, "Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it." Yep. T is river dinner. No, not a yippee. That's not real. She, I oh, here it is. Is it reversed? So it's reversed of that. Yep. It's wow. literally the whole thing reversed. She says, "That's say it one more time." Uh, with the whole thing. That yeah. T is no no no. Oh, is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. And then she says, um, T is rare to be, to be, to be, I put is to pee. To pee. To pee. If you got a big, let me search it, because she has like an elephant sound, to find out how hard I got to work ya. Come on. After that, Come on. Says, Come on. I'd like to get to know you so I could show you. Uh, I'm not going to read that next line. I'm just going to say, give me all your numbers so I can phone you. Your girl acting stank. Then call me over. Not on. Oh, no. I'm not going to read that either. Uh, I can't read all these lyrics. Come on, See my hips and my tips. And my tips. Don't you? See my mm and my my lips, don't you? Lost oh. a few pounds in my waist for you. This is this the kind of beat that go rat tat 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 tat. I might have missed the ta in there. So that's the lyrics. There's more, but keep going. That's good. Do you want to? Do, there's uh, yeah. a lot of verses. Oh, okay, I'm going to ju- regale us with a tale. Okay. Regale <laughs> from regale. Missy Miss, Misdemeanor Elliot. If you're a fly gal, get your nails done. Get a pedicure. Get your hair did. Boy, that doesn't even rhyme. Um, boy, lift it up. Let's make a toast, ah. Let's get drunk. It's going to bring us closer. 
Close, uh, close. No, it says closer on this one. <laughs> Don't look like a Halle Berry poster. <laughs> I, I actually says poster. I put an A on. That one. Uh, see the Belvedere playing tricks on you. And that's vodka Scotch. for those that don't know. Uh, oh. Oh well, well they might do both. Belvedere oh. vodka is really good. Oh. I mean, good, good quality. I don't like it anymore. <laughs> Let me clarify anymore. that. I loved it before. <laughs> Girlfriend want to be like, uh, like me? Never. You want to find a? Mm, that's even better. Uh, mother dog. Uh, mother I make dog. it. <laughs> I make it hot as Las Vegas weather. Listen up close while I take you backwards. Uh, then she says these words backwards. Oh. Watch the way Missy like to take it backwards. And it's oh. like, so, oh. so she just like, that's got pretty it. cool. Oh. It's pretty yeah. cool. She just flips her lyrics. So sometimes you got sometimes you got to look at life in reverse to figure out the right answer. Yeah. Maybe that's the lesson there. That's a good lesson. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm, thank you for reading that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Do you guys have a favorite song you want to read? That's not my favorite song, <laughs> but it's a good, it's a good one. Mm. No, no, I think I'm good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I okay. Like, I like watching you do it. I don't think great. I would and like Dolly doing... filmed it, so that's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's great. Okay, good. Well, Belvedere could be. Uh, what were you saying? A scotch. A it's scotch, a scotch, I think. But it, but the brand does make a vodka that's like mm. top shelf. It has like a deer on it. Oh, really? Hmm. So the other one is, I guess it depends on the bottles. Yeah, the vodka, I, I think, is trees. Belvedere is a top notch, or a top, it's like not going to leave you with a hangover is the idea, I think. So uh, I don't even know how to spell Belvedere. B-E-L-V-E-D-E-R-E. Oh, it, no, wait, hold on. No, wait. No, 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 no. Wait, let's leave it. Let's leave it as a cliffhanger. So I have to come back next month Ooh, and find yeah. out. Come find out what the f- we were talking about. Yeah, exactly. Now I got to bleep a word in this episode. Thanks. Thanks yeah. a lot. Don't worry. I hid some other ones in there. So did you really? Yeah. You got, you got a couple little. Yeah, I got a couple in the there. Thing. Yeah, you got to listen to the whole thing. You I'll just say it. explicit content so yeah. I don't have to deal with it anymore. <laughs> Getting lazy. It's like reading. So just yeah. yeah, just just bucket. Just <laughs> buckets, kids. Buckets. Buckets. All right. We'll see we'll see you guys next week. Any last words, guys? Thanks for having me. I was wrong about the scotch. Yeah. It's Belvedere. It's vodka. Balvenie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, and I said next week, just kidding. See you next month, everybody, for the December episode of Shady Breeze. After Thanksgiving. Later. Later.